Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. This is Jasper Rivers. I am your host for today. And I am going to be alone. No Josefa, no guests, just me. And I will be discussing uh, a number of things. First of all, I wanted to highlight a few questions that we've received in our uh, private Facebook group, which is called Airbnb Academy. We have about 50 people, 50 Airbnb hosts in there right now. And uh, the group has been really active. And I thought there are some good points, some good questions in there. So I just wanted to highlight a few. And then I have a few other, few other points that I want to discuss after that as well. So let's get started. The first question is asked by Ebru. And Ebru lives in Istanbul, Turkey. And she recently had a problem at her place because there was some nearby construction and they had to cut off the gas. And this was during uh, a time that uh, and she would have some guests at her place. So her question is, hey guys, I was told that there would be some construction near my apartment and gas needed to be cut off three days. And during this time, I had a reservation, so I immediately emailed my customer and I offered them another flat, which is better quality and better location at no extra charge. But she ended up canceling the reservation anyway, so I had to refund her the money. Do you have any suggestions on how to handle a case like this? Now, first of all, I think everyone did the right thing by letting their letting her guests know obviously you can't have guests in your apartment if if there's no gas because with gas because there's no there's no warm water and i don't know what else the, the gas is uh, is used for maybe for cooking but anyway it's good that uh, that she let them know but i think because she has a better place for that she can offer the, her guests for the same amount of money um, I think she could have probably handled it a little differently, which would have decreased the chance that the guest would have cancelled. So this was actually brought up by another member of our group. His name is Alexander. And he suggested to offer the guest the, the, the other apartment as, as a free upgrade without letting them know the, the reason why you're offering it to them. So imagine you go to a certain place and you're staying in a hotel, you book a standard room and you get a message from the hotel saying that they decided for whatever reason to, uh, to offer you uh, an upgrade and instead of a standard room, you'll be staying in, in a suite. Now, obviously you're not going to cancel the hotel, right? But if the hotel 
tells you about an issue with your room, and that being the reason that they have to move you, then it may be a different story. So Alexander suggested to write the following message to the guest. Dear guest, as an Airbnb guest, you are probably used to the great service Airbnb offers. As an experienced host, I would like to offer you a small extra as a token of my appreciation for your choice to stay in my apartment. I actually have a nicer apartment, which happens to be free for the days you are traveling, which I would like to offer you at no extra charge. Please get back to me as soon as possible so I can upgrade your booking. So if you frame it this way, I think there's a very small chance that the guests will cancel because it really sounds like you're just giving them extra value at no extra cost. Whereas if you start with the with the issue at hand, then it's uh, it's it's different, you know. Like uh, I think I think this is a much better way of doing it. And in the end, you're you're giving the guests extra value, so you don't really need to tell them what the reason is that you're you're offering this. And uh, you know, this only you can only do this if you are managing multiple apartments, of course. That's quite a few people are these days. And um, if you only have one place, then I guess the only thing you can do is just let the guests know, and you know they'll probably they'll probably cancel it. But uh, at least you're being honest, and you won't get like a bad review if you uh, let the guest stay. Let's move on to the next question. Posted by Andrew. Andrew lives in Medellin in Colombia. And I know Andrew very well. Um, he has a apartment rental business, which is called Apartment Medellin. And he, had, he runs about 100 apartments or so, I believe. And he's, he was a former guest on our podcast. So Andrew asks, guys, what are you doing with guests that want to view the property first? I have no issue with that, except you have to give out some details to the client, which goes against Airbnb policy. I'd hate to get banned for handing out an address or phone number because a client wanted to see the place. So I think this is a, something that is pretty common. Uh, a lot of people like to see the place first before they, they book it. And obviously, if if you're trying to book something far away, then that's not an option. But sometimes what people do is they know somebody in your town and they ask if if you can give that person access to your apartment. Now there's a few things, a few reasons why I don't really like this. First of all, it's it's a bit of a, you know, a security concern. I mean, anyone can go on Airbnb and send me a message and say, hey, uh, your apartment looks cool. Uh, I, may, I may want to stay there. Uh, can you let my buddy, you know, who lives in your city, can you show him the apartment? I mean, I'm going to have some, some random dude, uh, you know, in my apartment. And that's not really something that I, I recommend people do. Um, and the other thing is, obviously, it, it's against Airbnb's policy. Airbnb doesn't allow you to communicate, you, you know, information, uh, any information other than what's what's listed on, on, the, on the website. So, and obviously, they're doing this because they don't want people to go uh, transact off-platform, which which is reasonable because that's obviously their business. So I, I wouldn't uh, personally let people see the, the apartment. Um, I would send them a message 
and I would explain them the situation. And uh, one of our other members, Diego from Buenos Aires in Argentina, actually came up with a pretty good message, I think. He, um, his suggestion was to respond as follows. Dear guest, I'm thankful that you want to see the property. I would love to host you, but unfortunately we cannot share contact information or addresses before you book the place. It goes against Airbnb's terms and conditions and I don't want to get punished for violating them. I hope I can help you make up your mind, answering all questions you might have and maybe offering to read my previous reviews. I'm here to help, so please let me know if you come up with a way I could do this. Thank you. So that's a, that's a good way to answer, I think. And also, if you think about it, um, you know, the Airbnb platform tries to enable us hosts to, you know, really make a very accurate representation of our accommodation. And I think by using lots of pictures and, and lots of uh, lots of information, you you can actually give guests a, a really really good impression of your place. And it's it comes mostly from the pictures. So if you get if you get uh, these type of uh, questions on a regular basis, I suggest you go into your listing and you to see if you have enough pictures. You know, you should have um, at least a couple pictures of every every space in your house from different angles. Uh, a few pictures of the outside. Maybe you have an outside area or just the door, the entrance. Um, you know, don't forget the the bathrooms and even the you know, the hallways. And also add some pictures of your neighborhoods. And that way your, your guests will have a, a pretty good idea of, uh, of what he's uh, getting into. Alrighty, let's move on to another question. This was posted by Apple. Apple lives in Chiang Mai in Thailand. Really cool place. I've been there myself. And she charges separately for electricity and water and um, this is uh, the way she did it is after the gas arrives she she reads the meter of the gas and the, and the electricity and the water and then she takes another she takes another print uh, after the gas leave and then she uses that to calculate the total costs and then what she does is she uses the res resolution tool on the Airbnb platform to charge the guests. And she ran into a problem because she had a few guests over and she, uh, she sent them the, uh, the bill, but the guests didn't want to pay it because they argued that the costs were, were too high. And, uh, you know, the problem with, with doing it this way is, is that you never know if the guests are, are actually gonna, you know, pay for the costs afterwards. And you can get into all sorts of arguments, you know. Um, and in this case, the guest was arguing that maybe the air conditioning was on before they arrived, or maybe the house wasn't isolated properly. And uh, you know, they looked at the average use of of other places in the in. In, in the city, they somehow go, came up with some numbers, and basically, it, what it came down to is uh, Apple wanted to charge them fifty dollars, and they thought it was was way too high, so they didn't want to pay it. Now, 
I don't think hosts should be charging for electricity, water, and gas, and, and, and other expenses you may have uh, separately. I think it's much better to include it in the in the to in the in the price for your for your room. So that way, the guest knows upfront what the total cost is going to be for the stay. And also, there's no way you can you can get into any arguments. You know, it's always better to have people pay everything upfront, included in your price. The only thing that you sh you can you can do separately is the cleaning cost because the Airbnb platform actually allows for that. There's a there's a there's a place where you can specify the cleaning costs, and they will be included in the total price of the reservation, and you will get all the money the day after the guests arrive. So I think that's a that's a better way of doing it. Um, so for anyone out there who is either charging for electricity and other expenses separately, and maybe having people pay in cash on arrival, uh, my suggestion is to to just uh, include it in the price of your of your place. Now, um, Apple's situation actually got resolved by by Airbnb because they, you know, they noticed. Uh, the discussion that was going on in, in the resolution tool and they stepped in and, and told offered Apple to uh, to refund her their electricity and uh, then they suggested to her that she would uh, she would not uh, charge guests for these costs this way and include it in the price so in the end it, it was all good Alrighty, um, let's see. There's a few other things I, I wanted to talk about. I'm sure everyone's seen the the smoke detectors that Airbnb has been uh, recommending hosts to install. It's kind of an annoying pop-up because every time you, you, you try to edit your listing, it tells you to to buy one and and then to uh, to add the smoke detector to to the amenities. Um, now Airbnb has a goal they want to have every single airbnb host install a smoke detector by the end of 2014 and that's why i think they use this sort of a little bit of an aggressive way to force it upon us but i do think it's a good uh, it's a good suggestion um you know it's obviously uh good to offer your guests a, a safe place to stay and i recommend everybody uh Take this, uh, take this advice and, and install the, the smoke detector because I think, and I don't know this for sure, but I think Airbnb might use this as one of the factors to determine that determines your search ranking. Because um, that's one of that's basically the most powerful tool they have to sort of uh, encourage hosts to 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 take action is to uh, to sort of punish the, those who don't by lowering their listings in the search results and again this is a little bit of a speculation on my behalf but uh, but i think it's a it's it's a good thing to do and it's definitely gonna it's definitely not gonna hurt you in terms of the rankings so i i ordered one myself i uh, i ordered one one of the smoke detectors that uh, that airbnb suggested i think they have a few suggestions and um, it will be installed within the next few days Now, I don't know if you are aware, but next weekend, the weekend of 
the 21st and 22nd, Airbnb is organizing its first global host event. It's called the Airbnb Open. And uh, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's a two-day event. And there's some, some people are going to be talking. Chip Conley, head of hospitality, who's also been on our podcast, by the way. Um, Fred Reed, former CEO of Virgin America, will be talking. Uh, the founder of Airbnb, Brian Chesky himself, will, will be there too. And uh, as well as a peer-to-peer workshop, uh, sharing economy panel uh, with some with some pretty uh, interesting people. There's going to be some uh, some other types of events. Uh, we're going to have dinners with hosts and employees. It's going to be a super host panel, and there's going to be a fair with uh, all sorts of uh, uh, Airbnb related companies and services that will present their their products and and their services. So it's, uh, I'm actually going there and going to San Francisco. And a lot of people from our community are coming as well. And uh, we're going to organize uh, a little dinner event, have some drinks together, get to know each other a little bit. So if you are listening to, uh, to this podcast and you'd be interested in uh, meeting up with us, then um, shoot, shoot me an email at info at getpaidforyourpad.com and then I'll, uh, I'll let you know where where the dinner and the drinks will be at and you're happy to happy to join. So some exciting stuff coming up there. Now the last thing uh, I wanted to tell you guys about is uh, there's a new uh, website that just launched. It's called peers.org. And it's a really cool website. It uh, basically aims to help people use different platforms in the sharing economy, such as Airbnb. But it's not just Airbnb. There's there's literally like probably over a hundred platforms in the, in the sharing economy. You can you can make money by doing all sorts of things. You can rent out your house. You can rent out your car. You can even rent out like stuff like golf clubs or Anything you have, uh, you can you can use it to make money. You can you can drive Uber, Lyft as a as a taxi driver. You can park your car at the airport and have have other people rent it while you are away. Um, you can host uh, you can host dinners at your place and, and charge people for uh, for a meal. Basically, like running your own little restaurant. Which is really cool. I mean, I, I really like cooking, so um, when I'm at home, I'm, I'm definitely going to throw a few dinners. And there's all sorts of uh, all sorts of way you can you can use the sharing economy to to make some extra money. So Pierce.org does a really good job at providing you with all the information about what platforms are out there, advice on how to use them, ratings, reviews, uh, all sorts of data like average earnings, uh, discounts. A lot of good stuff, and they also have a forum, and I'm actually a pretty active uh, contributor to it. I'm sharing uh, some stuff about Airbnb. So I recommend anyone who's interested in the sharing economy to check it out. It's peers.org, P-E-E-R-S dot O-R-G. And I'll, uh, I'll mention this in the show notes too, so 
if you uh, don't have a chance to write this down, no worries. We got your back. And um, with that, I'm going to finish this episode. So thanks, thanks you guys for all, all for listening. Um, if you want to know more about Airbnb hosting, as always, you can go to getpaidforyourpet.com. And if you are interested in joining this Airbnb Academy Facebook group that I was talking about, it's uh, available to you. Uh, if you go to optimizeyourairbnblisting.com, we offer the book, Get Paid for Your Pad, as well as free bonuses. And the Airbnb Academy Facebook group is one of the bonuses. The other two bonuses are you will get my personal guidebook that I send out to all my guests. And they always really appreciate that. So I always recommend everybody to create one themselves. And, uh, you know, if you get mine, then you can basically just copy it and fill in, you know, fill in the details of, of your apartment and your neighborhood, etc. And um, I'm also doing a 30-minute free uh, Skype call, uh, consultancy call for your Airbnb listing if you buy the, the book at uh, optimizeyourairbnblisting.com. So I'll give you a call and we'll go through your listing. I'll point out some, some things where you can improve and you can ask any questions you may have. So I think it's a pretty good way to to get started on the Airbnb or, or to make some improvements to your current listing. And of course, every Monday and Thursday, I'll be back, maybe with Josefa, maybe with some interesting guests. So tune in every Monday, every Thursday for another episode of Get Paid for Your Pet. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.